Welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing Olivia Crow, who's on the run for Mascorp while trying to figure out who's friend and who's foe. This is Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the cyberfunky audio junkie, packing beats on the Vantal streets. My name is Alex. I'll be playing Garrett, conspiracy theorist, wildcard, senior citizen. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter, tracking down corruption no matter the cost. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. It is very dark. At first you hear the distant, muffled sounds of machinery from outside, but it's soon drowned out by the beating of your heart and your ragged breath as it strikes you just how thin and stale the air is in the secret canary compartment. There's suddenly a loud clang as magnetic clamps latch onto the sabot and you're banged against the side of the container as it's roughly lifted onto another truck. An electrical hum begins to build and build until it's a high-pitched whine in your ears. You can feel a static electricity in the air, and the hair on your arm stands on end until there's a sudden and gut-wrenching explosion of acceleration. You're slammed around in your little room, and it feels like your stomach is being jerked out of your mouth and you're about to shit out your lungs. And then the metal around you starts getting hot to the touch, and you sweat as the air begins to swelter. And after an excruciating eternity, the heat dissipates. The acceleration slows to a gentle sensation of forward momentum. And you feel the weight of gravity subside, and the raucous noise is replaced by dead silence from outside. It's not a pleasant ride, in summary. I have a move for you to roll. Oh, good. To see how you took it. Do you want to know the stakes first, or do you want to roll first? Roll first. Yeah. Never tell me the odds. I like knowing the stakes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got outvoted, though, unfortunately. You can either physically just tough it out by being a tough boy and roll me, <laughs> or you can use your mental fortitude and roll cool. <laughs> I'm bad at both of those. <laughs> Sweet. Uh-oh. Cool it is. I rolled a four plus one cool. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I pass out and vomit my butt or whatever you said. Oh, uh, close to it anyway. I got a nine cool. Garrett rolled a six meat. I got a four meat. <laughs> you guys are good at this. On a 10 plus, you only take D3 harm. On a seven to nine, you take a D3 harm and choose one. You're either nauseated or traumatized, depending on whether you rolled meat or cool which is a minus one ongoing to that stat. Something of value breaks. I don't think you guys have a lot of things of value on you right now, so I added that your body is of value. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for believing Oh, no. <laughs> and the third option is to take the full harm. So, like, if you roll a one, you take the three instead. Or plus one if you already took full. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you guys can roll a d3 and see how much damage you actually take. I rolled two on my d3. So you take two damage. You failed entirely, right? You got less than six? Yeah. So you also take the three consequences, one of which is you take full harm instead. So you take three. You have to choose something of value that breaks. And did you roll meat or cool on that? I rolled meat. Okay, so you have minus one on going to meat. That's just until further notice. Until you can do something to fix yourself up. Oh my god. 
something of value that breaks. I don't think you guys have a lot on you right now. If you do have something still on you, great. Or your cyberware or something of your personage. Uh, can I break my armor? My discreet armor? Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, I'm dead. <laughs> How much harm do you have? I'm at 2,300. Wow. Good what? for you. When did that happen? <laughs> well, yeah. because we took some harm while we were uh, fighting, fighting that guy. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. only took one harm from him. Oh, dang. Yeah, because you're a young man. Yeah, Garrett also took one, like, climbing through the vents and stuff, too. That's right. So, yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> and we sent we sent all our gear up, so presumably we sent my traumaderms up, so I didn't use those when I maybe should have. Yeah, hopefully you'll find those soon. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they'd work, because I'm above 2,100. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Okay, so, Tis, you got a 7 to 9, right? Yes. Okay, so you take D3 harm. I take one harm. Yep. And then you can choose one of those penalties. I'm going to take minus one to my cool. Okay. Um, Olivia? So I ended up rolling a six, and I rolled a three on my d6. Sure. So you're taking a total of three harm, something of value breaks, and you're nauseated or traumatized. I definitely think I'm going to be nauseated. I mean, we have no training in space <laughs> anything. <laughs> did you roll your meat or did you roll your cool? I rolled my cool, but I feel like throwing up all over the place makes way more sense. <laughs> Thematically, it can be that if you want it to be, but you're, you're getting minus one to cool. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. And something of value breaks? Yeah, that I'm not as sure what I even have. I mean, I have my body, like you say, but... <laughs> Did you take your birds with you? No, I never said that happened. <laughs> okay, I was just curious. I thought about that too over the little break we had. I was just like, technically we can say they were like in a bag this whole time. But at the same time, I'm like, we also never established that that happened. <laughs> so yeah, I would say no, I probably do not have my birds. But I feel like, yeah, some sort of breaking a bone or something probably. One other thing that it could be is something breaks on the container that you're in, which could cause complications later. But it all will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The oxygen mask. No, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say somewhat uh, was unexpected when it accelerated and my arm was slightly outside the chair. And, you know, you should always keep your hands and feet inside of the chair. Yes. And it broke maybe my, what is this one? Part of the arm? Forearm. Forearm? Front arm. <laughs> the front arm. <laughs> yes, the arm my bit. front arm. Yeah, it's because you didn't fold up your tray. <laughs> All right. Yes. Which one? I think it would be my right hand, yeah. And are you right-handed? Yes. Oh, no. Bummer. Well, that's why I was using it, because I'm right-hand dominant. <laughs> mm -hmm. What, what were you doing? Taking selfies or something? Why, why was your hand stuck out so far? I was trying to catch one of the apples that fell on the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we started going. <laughs> That's probably why I'm going to get hurt, too. Okay. Bunk, what'd you get? So I only rolled a one on the D3 harm, but I suppose I still take three harm anyway. Yeah, if you failed, yep. Yeah, I, I got a four. I rolled lower than anybody. Not that I'm bragging or anything. <laughs> wow. <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I fucked up worse than anyone. <laughs> so I am either nauseated or traumatized. I, I rolled meat. So. so nauseated. Minus one to meat going forward. Okay. Minus one. 
Punk's got some vertigo. It's yeah. Like, Shit, my vertigo's back. Something of value breaks. My flashy motorcycle is not here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my EMP rifle and spider drone went up with the crate. Correct. Yeah. I'm wearing my discreet armor. The BP bots went up with the crate as well. <laughs> um, so it could only be my discreet armor or, like, I guess my cyber deck, but that's way too valuable to break. Or your your visor. I don't know. We'd all see your face and be don't look at really me. weird. Yeah, yeah, it would be really weird. Well, everyone's going to see Garrett's guts, so I mean, that's what people will be paying attention to. I've been <laughs> looking away. <laughs> I think something on bunk. I don't know. You could get like a concussion or something. Just like more. Yeah, harm. we all slammed back real hard. <laughs> so having a concussion is not that crazy. Yeah, something of value breaks. I guess it could be. Bunk can never sleep again. I don't know. Any suggestions? What do you want to break, Jake? Don't you have that body part roller? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> do you want me to roll that? Sure. sure. Okay, <laughs> let's roll the body parts. Left foot. When stuff accelerated, something flew at my left foot and like pinned it to the ground and squished it pretty Oof. hard. Yeah, yeah, there was something, a tool or something that a careless engineer left behind and it Smashes into the foot, breaks your little toesies. Oh no, my little toesies! So careless. <laughs> I needed those. Well, where we're going, we won't need to walk. <laughs> um, I don't know how that's true. Yeah, so bunk is a little hobbled. You guys were always telling me I shouldn't wear socks and sandals because it was dangerous. <laughs> and uh, yeah, finally it's come <laughs> full circle on those socks and sandals. <laughs> Should have worn steel-toed boots. But yeah, I didn't know. So I would say, uh, good start. Do I include that on my harm clock, or is that do I just kind of write down that my left foot is hobbled? Yeah, that's just a fictional positioning. Mm-hmm. Again, the pod has kind of slowed down. It's not accelerating. It just seems to be drifting forward on its momentum. You can't hear anything from outside. You're floating slightly in the straps. You're still like, kind of mostly strapped down, but you can feel your arms kind of float to independently of your body there. If you guys want to do anything at any point, let me know. Otherwise, you'll just wait it out. Yeah, I think Bunk would like yell out to make sure everyone's alive. Well, I think you yelled I mean, out because your foot got smashed. <laughs> yeah, we can do like a comms check thing. After I finish screaming from my foot being smashed, I'm like, Garrett, Tis, Olivia, you guys, you guys alive still? I'm good. <laughs> is all you hear from my, my pod. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Garrett groans, but it's like a heavier groan than usual for him. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just vomiting like crazy. He's <laughs> not filling me with reassurance. <laughs> that sounds like when Garrett got shot a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd recognize that noise anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Similar groans. Hmm. Can we leave the compartments now that we're just kind of floating? Mm-hmm. You can try. Probably. We don't know anything about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume that like the docking procedure will be pretty uh, gentle, <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to unbuckle and open up my door. Sure. Yeah, Bunk will do the same. I'll go uh, pry out Garrett. I do, but I kind of like roll out of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of going Onto over to floor. check on Olivia and Garrett. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys unstrap yourselves and open up the little container pods and, you know, there's a few little droplets of blood drifting up from your foot and 
some unfortunate vomit from Olivia's tube, but you guys make your way over to the other side of the container. (laughs) In the Sabo proper, you see that there's like these tube shipping containers inside here and a few crates and things like that that are strapped down. There's no, you know, windows or screens or anything like that. The main container is one little display that shows some basic information like uh, radiation levels and exterior temperature and hull integrity and that kind of thing. But there aren't really any clues as to the status of your journey. Hmm. Damn, I was really hoping for a window. <laughs> Yikes. On the passenger ones, I bet there's windows, but not <laughs> yeah. on the cargo ones. <laughs> Can somebody bust open one of these crates? I want to see what's in here. I would do it, but I point at my floppy arm. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to decide whether we want to keep with our ruse that we're canaries. Mm-hmm. Or if we want to just try to escape once we land. Because if you want to bust open one of these crates, that's just basically saying we're terrible canaries. <laughs> well, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I'm okay. <laughs> Aren't these supposed to be the crates? Like, so I want to know what's in them. I don't know if they are supposed to be the crates, are they? You had the choice of going either on the Axiom's Sabo or the Sabo that your gear was on. Oh. You chose the Axiom one. So, yes, you, you know that a couple of the containers in here are specifically the ones that you were looking for. There are also some other just crates that don't seem to belong to the containers. Maybe they'll have a t-shirt or something I can change into. (laughs) All right, here's my idea. We crack open one of the crates for the Axiom, take out all this stuff and shove it in the secret compartment. Hmm. Then we get inside and close it back up. Then it'll get shipped to wherever the Axiom guys are going. That's smart. But then we don't get any of our gear. Um, I don't like this plan. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dangerous as fuck. Because <laughs> we don't know where this crate is actually going. Mm-hmm. It could be like literally launching it into space. <laughs> right. I can't survive another space launch. I even take off the cardboard mm-hmm. box, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's like in a wooden crate or something. First, they dip it into a volcano. Yeah. It's just we don't know what they're going to do with it. So it doesn't seem like a great plan. Okay. Second idea. We pop it open, we do a little bit of sabotaging, close it back up, and then hide back in our compartments. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm down for that. That's probably the idea. All right, Garrett, you just stay where you are. Yeah. No, let Garrett touch it. I'm pretty sure he'll break it. Well, I just mean like he shouldn't be moving around. He's almost dead. And yeah. He could kill himself doing this. You're like the most alive out of all of us. <laughs> the zipper on his armor is all broken, so he's just got like his gut hanging out, and Ugh. he's just in he's in rough shape right now. Yeah. See if there's a shirt in any of these ones. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's got two black eyes. Two? Goodness. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's screwed up. From the suction. Are there any moves that we could do to help Garrett put his gut back in? <laughs> yeah. Can we hack his suit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, gonna make a girdle out of cardboard. <laughs> you've done everything that you can. You, you know, you've wrapped up open wounds and that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. without proper medical equipment, there's not much more you can do at this point anyway. There's mm-hmm. nothing we can do about that gut. <laughs> yeah, unless we find a first aid kit in in this crate or whatever. Yeah, there are, again, containers that you don't know. You, there are the a- Axiom containers for sure, and then there are some ones that you don't know what are in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'll have some time. Let's just bust them all open. Yeah, what else have we got to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it one at a time and then can close <laughs> it back up when we're done with that one. And then, <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just hope there will be some champagne in one because I kind of want to celebrate getting into space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, less talking, more busting. <laughs> All right. You're busting open an Axiom one or an unmarked one? Axiom. I feel like we should do the Axioms first. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So there's the kind of the large like shipping container. You float over and you get to work and it takes a few of you to pull it open, but you do. And on the inside, there are like a few smaller crates, essentially. And maybe one of you could roll an assess. Who's opening the container? I'm sitting on the ground by them. I feel like I'm the least injured, so I'll be the investigator. Yeah. Has to be Tiss and Bunk, really. (laughs) We'll get Tiss then. You can roll the edge. Okay. Bunk, you want to assist? By opening the box? I watch a lot of unboxing (laughs) videos, so I'm I'm pretty good at this. Uh, I got an eight. I rolled an eight as well. So that's nine total. You head over to the crate on the inside of the larger container, and it's not immediately obvious. It's kind of on the side of the box, away from where the actual like handle is. There's a little uh, keypad there that looks like it's meant to type in a number. Oh. 6969. 420. Mm-hmm. Bunk, can you jack into this thing and like hack it? Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Stand aside. Or float aside. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just doing cartwheels and flips and stuff while we wait. Sweet. That's definitely (laughs) assisting me. (laughs) Looking at just doing that, I'm like starting to feel really gross again. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia, are you watching me? (laughs) Watch me. (laughs) Yeah, good job. (laughs) Synth, just to log in. We won't make this one too tough. Just nine. For a partial success, we'll give you the choice. Do you want to succeed in opening it but there will be a consequence or do you want to recognize the consequence and avoid it but not be able to open it uh the first one that's more fun (laughs) yeah otherwise we just were like okay we're looking at it (laughs) (laughs) yeah be like guys we can't get in because i'm too scared (laughs) (laughs) you were pretty scared before though too (laughs) yeah i'm always scared but you're emboldened by the space part But I, I just saw Tiss flipping and then he hit his head and I, I thought it was pretty funny. So I was like, you know what? YOLO. Let's go. For it. <laughs> yeah, I'm living up to that mantra. You only flip once. You're in a little keypad here and you're, you're trying to get in and you just can't actually crack the number, the actual code. So you try to find a way to just bypass it entirely. Mm-hmm. And you do. But when you do, you see a little error message pop up in the system. Unauthorized access. And you see just from, you know, the little slit on the hatch of the crate, a subtle red glow from inside. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was going to kill me, like, inside the system, not outside the system. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, radiation level looking like right now? <laughs> um, it spikes. <laughs> oh. uh, can somebody do something about that? <laughs> yeah. I... Doggy paddle over. They <laughs> <laughs> check it out. What are you checking out? <laughs> what the fuck is this red light? <laughs> What's emerging from the machine? It's got to be one of those Axiom like laser drones. Yeah, but I'm hoping maybe it's our friend one. <laughs> you know, it liked us so much. Would that be in here? <laughs> yeah, we kept that one. <laughs> we didn't give it back once we like took out nickel. <laughs> it's called a joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, what are you doing? You're floating over. Yeah, I want to see what it is. Because, I mean, Bunk just said, hey, help me out, guys. So I want to Investigate, do yeah. And then yeah. when you float over, I'm like, shoot it, shoot it. Okay. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> we have nothing to shoot it with. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I look for the fire extinguisher. 
Just as much an employee. Yeah, I know. I guess I'm just doing like an investigate what is happening right now. I mean, if you just float over to the outside, you see Bunk hunched down beside the control panel, looking at you with panic and a look of fear. Completely panicked. I'm waving my arms. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, help! <laughs> the screen just reads help. <laughs> yeah. And you can just see from, again, from the, the slit to the opening of the container that there's a red glow beginning to intensify from inside the crate. Well, I don't know. <laughs> right. Man, I really thought you'd be more proactive. <laughs> well, I mean, throw something at it or something. I don't know what to do. Chuck a fire extinguisher at it. I look for anything that we could use as any kind of blunt weapon. <laughs> Is there any sort of like um, airlock or anything like that? I mean, that? that would kill us, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Somebody roll an assess check, and you can we can see how many things you can find in here that can help you. All right. I have good edge. Okay. Do you want me to do it? Go for it. You're the one looking for a fire extinguisher. Oh, dang. Yep. 13. That's two fire extinguishers. Yeah. <laughs> Dual wielding. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I just point them in opposite directions and I like <laughs> propel myself like a helicopter. He throws one in and then sprays the other with the other one. <laughs> so there's certainly a fire extinguisher because, I mean, safety first. Mm-hmm. Since you did roll quite well, we can say, obviously all your weapons you had not taken in because they weren't allowed in the breach. But since entering the breach, you did face off with Yusef, who had a little stun gun. Yeah. Oh. So you could have taken that off of him after you. I think they, they did say that. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. specifically. You might have, but yeah. I did at one point. So then we remind you of that is your successful role. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a fire extinguisher and you remembered a thing. Yeah, you yeah. remembered you have a taser. You will into existence a fire extinguisher. <laughs> and there could be a third thing because a 13 is supposed to be three. All right. So <laughs> I, I see the fire extinguisher. And I, I float towards it, and then I look to Olivia and I say, I won't be needing this, and I throw her my taser. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. And then I pick up the fire hydrant, or not fire hydrant, <laughs> fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. What would you like to do to this? I'll, I'll follow your lead while I'm holding the gun out. All right. Using the fire extinguisher, I propel myself like Iron Man <laughs> towards the like box. It seems like a waste of what that is. <laughs> eh, that's cool. <laughs> it's, it's what I do. It's, yeah. it's my weapon expertise. So let, okay. me, let me do my sure. thing. <laughs> and then I smash the box with the fire hydrant to like crack it open. I thought it was open. It's unlocked. Mm. You guys can open it if you want. I think, okay, so as you're propelling yourself fucking Iron Man style, I open the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and what do I see? The, the door of the crate? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, a hatch on the top of the crate and you pop it open as Tiss is charging towards you. (laughs) And I think immediately the thing that you see is the source of the red glow, which is a a silver sphere with a little red light on it that is quote-unquote charging its laser. We've had good luck uh, shooting it with an EMP gun in the past. Yeah. It's just a taser, but I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to do meat then? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, you taser it and then I'll clonk it. Tis can assist. I got a seven. I also got a seven, so eight. Eight. So you succeed, but there will be uh, some consequence. You achieve your objective, which is going to be to disable this thing. Choose two. You make too much noise. You take harm. An ally takes harm. Something of value breaks. I mean, you don't have any more of the other ones. (laughs) Yeah. What's the clock like? All right. Uh, The clock's not too bad, actually. 
Now give me the harm. You've got three slots on the clock. I think we have to take two anyway, so you can get harm. Don't worry. <laughs> the clock for one. Yeah. And just maybe accidentally gets in the way of my shooting at the, <laughs> of the taser. I could, I could get hit by the, the drone or whatever. The, the sphere. It's definitely more dangerous than the taser, but yeah. okay. whatever you think is more interesting. <laughs> okay, I got it. When he struck it with the thing and I tased it, the electrical went through the fire extinguisher metal and still got you too. Yeah, because I, I clunked it. So Yeah, it happened all instantaneously. <laughs> Man, we tase each other a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to. Turns out they're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Who would have known? Right. What happens is the laser charges up and it shoots out just a quick little blast before you're able to stun it. It leaves kind of a char mark where it hits the uh, inside of the Sabo, which might be suspicious to someone later. So we increase the action clock by one, mm. bring it up to 2200. And the discharge of the stun gun on a metal object that is being hit by another metal object by a human man. It's <laughs> nice of you to say. <laughs> yeah, so Tisk gets just a little shock off of that, which is no damage, but just the uh, harm roll. But as you've seen before, these things do seem quite sensitive to like electromagnetic weaponry. So it gets that blast from the taser. It flails its arms a little bit and the red light dims out and it goes to sleep. It's so sweepy now. Oh man, this one seems a lot more adorable. <laughs> <laughs> After it tried to kill us. I'm going to roll my harm then. Oh, what a beautiful snake eyes. Oh, perfect. Good. Wonderful. At this point, you're immune to tasers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can literally not be shocked anymore. <laughs> yeah. I do it for recreation now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Success. Okay, so what else is in here? Yeah, we just chuck that out of the way, though, or <laughs> start rooting around. The thing that you were hoping to find in here is folded in on itself to be quite compact. And you see kind of two large solar panels around a cylindrical body. And this looks like the satellites that you saw earlier in the video. Oh, so it's allowed to have solar panels, but we can't have solar panels. Whatever, <laughs> Axiom. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just mean that they're against people having like cyberware and stuff. Oh, if I want to well, have solar right. panels... I should be able to allow to have solar panels. Yeah, you're getting right. the idea that maybe they're a little hypocritical. <laughs> Dicks. It's like they have ulterior motives or something. Yeah. Well, this seems easy to break. Let's just break the solar panels. <laughs> I thought we were going to sabotage it. It'd be really hard to make a satellite without any cyberware. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be wood, honestly. <laughs> All wooden gears. Yeah, just some leaves. Yeah, this would be much more funny if the Axiom were like total idiots. It's got a little reservoir of water that like yeah, exactly. uh, circles around with a yeah, little exactly. paddle. <laughs> There you go. It's like a steampunk bullshit. Mm, this is a steampunk game now. <laughs> <laughs> I get to smash in those uh, solar panels. Can't, okay. Why? I was hoping we could like hack them or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia really wants to smash <laughs> I need to smash something after I've been smashed. We have to hold her back. <laughs> as far as you know, there are two of these things. So if you want to smash one and <laughs> save the other. <laughs> can we make it look like it got damaged in shipping? I mean, you can certainly try. Okay. We can maybe cut off one of the buckles I was like strapped to and make it look like the crate had flown around in the inside. So we like throw it against the wall and stuff like the crate. <laughs> sure, make yeah. it look super damaged. I was hoping we could just reprogram them. 
Well, we have a second one, so we can. Do I know, that. but I kind of want these satellites, guys. Like, what are you going to do with a satellite? I'm I'm just going to call dibs on them right now. <laughs> I think you're too late. <laughs> no, I'm calling dibs. Nobody else called dibs. I mean, you could try to reprogram them, and then if it doesn't work, we can smash okay. them. All right, yeah. let's try hacking them first. I want to turn them into my personal broadcasting satellites, so I can just broadcast bunk beats worldwide. Yeah, a little pirate radio. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was hoping for one, but two is even better. You get both hemispheres. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's hack. <laughs> okay. I'm getting ready to smash because I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> it almost never works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody do some flips. Okay. <laughs> I could actually assist on this. All right, I help Olivia flip. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just guide her body. I, yeah. I, while you're like flipping Use me around. Use your momentum. Yeah. I'm like reluctantly helping you do this. Olivia, tuck in your knees. Tuck in your knees. All right, there you go. So I'll roll assist, I guess. You would roll assist. <laughs> oh, assist. Right. I got a seven plus two bonk. Nice. You are assisting. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> There's no way this would happen any other way. This is why I wanted to smash them, but... <laughs> now we're gonna. <laughs> why can't I hack, guys? <laughs> uh, Next time uh, I'll try, like, beatboxing, like, behind you just to, like, get you in the rhythm. I think you were distracting him. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna blame it all on you, even though you <laughs> succeeded on your assist. Well, I rolled a three... And I have plus two mine, so that's a total of five. So wow. with the six, that's six. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so I fail. What are the consequences? I go space crazy. Spacey. I get space sickness. Well, um, you failed on one. Can you try on another? Well, we'll have to see what happens <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bunk's just going to stick to music after this. He's never going <laughs> to hack ever again. <laughs> I think what we'll do, since we are pretty high on the action clock there, so we're going to call it a timing issue. You plug into the satellite and like you can definitely tell there's some pretty good encryption on here and you, you start working, but you get the sense it's going to take a while. And a couple minutes in, you actually hear a metallic clang and there's a small jolt as the movement of the Savo stops. In a world where heroes fall and evil rises to rule over the land. Hello, Doc? Give me some good news. We... we've lost him. Until now. You, you said you were out of the game for good. That's before they killed my husband. Hyun Wu? You can't mean... Don't call me that. That's not my name anymore. If it ever was. Call me Sarge. One man will embark on a journey that will change the world. Mama always said love was a battlefield. 
Well, Mama was always right. Sir, Wu has breached the outer perimeter. What should we do? Oh, the lonely boy thinks he's an army now. Does he? Release the octohounds. No, this can't be. They told me you were dead. Justin, is that you? Do you like my new toy, Mr. Sarge? Toy, kill the pest for me, hmm? Target acquired. You made one mistake. Whatever could you mean, Mr. Sarge? You underestimated love. Badge and Gun Productions presents... Exodus Base, The Last Sun 8. The end is only the beginning. Coming this summer to a Halo bar near you. You can actually kind of see that the Sabo is rotating around you as you're like floating in the center of the chamber. And then there's another clang and the movement stops and you can hear machinery and voices coming from outside. Well, let's cut all the straps on all these boxes and make it look like they fucked around. (laughs) Smash it as fast as possible. (laughs) Yeah. I like how when I said that, you guys were like, what? And now it's like, oh my God, smash it. (laughs) Well, you have to make it look like an accident. We could have leisurely (laughs) smashed everything. Guys, guys, I have an idea. Let's smash the satellites. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God, Bunk. You're a genius. Thank you. (laughs) Sexism isn't different in the future, that's for sure. (laughs) I forgot about consequences when I supported the Hackett idea. I forgot consequences. I didn't. I was like, we're going to immediately fuck this up. (laughs) I always forget consequences. Yeah, well, you're passed out, basically. (laughs) I've been rolling really good on these dice lately. I didn't think they would fail me. I knew it wasn't going to go well when your very first hack alerted a fucking laser machine to shoot at us. That always happens. Yeah. (laughs) That's like Tuesday. Uh, You got to get used to these things, Olivia. If you want to be a pro hack. I mean, I did okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is a montage of you smashing satellites. Funk <laughs> <laughs> is extra angry at the stupid unhackable satellite. Yeah. <laughs> unhackable. I assume you you guys are like pitching stuff to me and I'm I'm swinging my fire hydrant left and right and <laughs> While they're smashing it, I just like roll my eyes and go back into my little cubby of vomit. <laughs> this would have been a perfect opportunity to like steal someone else's. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about it. I'm not feeling that great, you know? I assume the rest of you follow suit after you uh, do your damage. Yeah, I mean, Garrett never left. He was just like barely out of the compartment with it like partially open. So he just like closes yeah. it back up. Like <laughs> like when someone pulls a blanket over their head when the alarm happens and they snooze it. He was just whispering quietly, smash it. Smash it. <laughs> yeah, he's sending me texts. Like, yeah, hit that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you, you do not get signal up here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can't comms each other? You can do like a, like, you know, Bluetooth essentially, right? But connect directly to each other's devices. We, but we can't call on the phone. Yeah, you can't like send a text message. There's no cell towers in space. That's true. Right. Okay. What? There's all kinds of cell towers. They're called satellites. <laughs> That's where they all are. <laughs> yeah, but they're pointed down. You're, you're above the satellites at this point. Oh. I'm never above satellites. <laughs> Okay, before your guys' plan was to try to make it look like it was damaged and shipping. Then we got angry. Was that still the plan, or was this just uh, chaos now in here? I'm going to stick with that (laughs) idea and, like, make it look like the straps were, like, frayed or something like that. (laughs) You just described how you're smashing the shit out of them. (laughs) Well, because that's why they would have flown around, right? Because the straps frayed and then... Yeah, that's what's going to happen when they... Oh, I see. Unclip from the straps, right? We're going to smash the shit out of them and then show that... Yeah, show, like, a way that... It could have happened. Make it look like an accident. <laughs> yeah, we're working yeah. backwards. On this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Does Tiss have to roll to create a crime scene? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're good at that. Yeah. <laughs> you causing chaos is something you guys have practiced. Oh, so I have to roll for hacking every time. <laughs> <laughs> you're not hey, good at that. <laughs> you brought Garrett with you. That made it a crime scene. Well, I, I don't think you're doing anything too difficult. You're just you're cutting the straps and causing no. some damage on the inside. So Yeah, I'm mostly trusting my instincts. And then scramble back into the secret compartments. And after a little bit, you hear the sound of metallic locks disengaging and the outer door squealing open. And you hear uh, two voices, one of which says, oh, this one is headed for the moon. So uh, just run a low-level diagnostic and get it out of here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> and the other one replies, uh, yeah, yes, boss. And you hear you know, some whistling as someone enters onto the... These are uh, not very thick. Metal walls. <laughs> the door is open right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, from oh, for our... your internal containers, yeah, no, because there's just like fit into the empty space in the bulkhead, right? So okay, well, I'm gonna wait till the whistling is on mine, and I'm fucking opening the door on this guy. <laughs> oh, bonk him. We don't want to end up at the moon. No. I don't think he gets to looking for secret compartments. No, no, I don't think he's looking. He's like walking by. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just fucking like on a car door, just open it on him. I'm trying to like, what do you call that? Door him. You're trying to clothesline him. Yeah, clothesline <laughs> him. That's exactly it, basically. Mm-hmm. But with the power of a very thin metal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if, if that's what you want to do. I mean, I feel like we don't want to end up at the moon. We got to get out of it now. <laughs> I don't think we'll survive. <laughs> I want to go to the moon. Isn't that where all our stuff is? No, I thought it was all in Leica Station. It was going to Leica Station, yeah. Which is where Mm. we are now currently. Is that correct? You can't say for sure, but that would be likely. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that it goes to like a first before it goes to the moon. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless something weird happened mid-flight. I mean, I can't stop Olivia, so. Nope. None of you even know what I'm doing right now. No. (laughs) I'm going to clothesline this guy. Okay, that's fine. You succeed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You kind of hear the whistling as it gets closer to you. And you hear the voice go, oh, my God, what's all this? And then you smash the door open into his face. Um, (laughs) It's this, is what I say. (laughs) (laughs) And you see someone in a canary outfit tumble backwards, head over, feet in the low gravity here. Excellent. What's next? Is he (laughs) conscious still? Uh, It doesn't look like it, no. Okay. What next is I'm taking his jumpsuit (laughs) and... Putting him in my cupboard and closing the door. And I knock on all the other doors. And all I'm right. like, guys, we gotta go. 
<laughs> Where did you get the... Oh. Okay. <laughs> I hate whistling. <laughs> so much for making this look like an accident. I mean, he thought it was before I closed it. <laughs> so, yeah, but it didn't even matter. If I... <laughs> All right, let's hide his body. Well, that was before we knew it was going to the moon, to be fair. All right, I take that dude's body and put it in my compartment and close it up. Oh, he was, I already did it, but yeah. you, oh, so did you, you take okay. him out of my compartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we keep Yours, moving him from compartment. Yeah. Yours is covered in barf, so. You like shuffle him around to get some puke on him and then put him in a different one? But he's already covered now. <laughs> <laughs> we get caught because we keep doing that. <laughs> you deal with the body, you toss it back into the uh, container. Or sorry, into the secret compartment. Mm-hmm. The body definitely makes it sound like he's dead. Well, he's at least <laughs> passed out and he's probably going to die eventually. And you kind of peek out the open door of the Sabo and you see basically there's a little airlock in front of you, which is open on the other end right now that leads into a hallway. I go back for that guy's keypad because he probably has one. Or was it in his jumpsuit? Yeah, he has a ID card and a little tablet thing. Do any of us even kind of look like this guy? <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> let's, let's roll and assess. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh, you, you guys are your own unique individual snowflakes. Yeah, I cool. mean that's true, but at the same time, I'm hoping we can at least pass through this <laughs> doorway. The airlock door is open right now, and it leads into a hallway. You hear some other noise coming down the left side of the hallway. You think where the other person went? All right. To the right we go. You guys deal with that guy. Why don't we just avoid him? Yeah, just run past him. Or just go the other direction. Because he's going to know somebody just came out of the ship. Okay. All right, you deal with him, and we will run. All right, I got my fire hydrant ready, (laughs) and I send myself propelling down the the hallway. (laughs) Is it all still zero gravity here, or do they have like an artificial? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, in your mind, you're propelling yourself. No, it's really happening. Is anyone giving me backup, or am I just soloing this guy? Oh, yeah, no, I'm going with the gun. Okay, let's do this. With the taser or whatever it is. All right, and I say, like, grab on, and then I propel us with the fire hydrant. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, yeehaw. Dang it, fire extinguisher, not fire hydrant. I keep saying fire hydrant. (laughs) So I I don't think you have the element of surprise when you fire up the (laughs) fire extinguisher. You see the other workers step out of one of the other sabos down the line and kind of look back and say, hey, you done over there? And uh, he sees that. (laughs) (laughs) I fire. Yeah, and I'm like, fire, fire. Yeah. And I fire. (laughs) And I'm like, you're done. I'm coming up with all these quips now that we're in space. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think saying you're done is okay. It's just replying back to him. Let's just do a neat and one of you can assist the other. I'll assist you. I mean, we're in this together for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the one with the taser, so. Okay, I assist. Excellent. I rolled a four. You fire off the fire extinguisher and you're rocketing towards this guy and he turns and sees you coming <laughs> and he just shouts a confused expletive. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And stumbles backwards and you see him run over. As you rocket past him, he uh, jumps back and scrambles over to a little control panel on the side. Oh, we didn't consider he was like 
Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> I don't think you need to be Neo to... <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what we didn't think about, that he might have been able to step out of the way. <laughs> yeah, in, in space, everyone is Neo. So That's true. He slams his hand down on a red button on this control panel, and you hear an alarm go off. All right. And we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The House of Bob. If you're enjoying the show, you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Tell a friend. Hit us up on social media. We're at the House of Bob on most platforms. We also have a YouTube channel and a Discord channel. The links for those are in our show notes. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon. We've got a monthly bonus recording like director's commentary and one-shots. There's also RPG zines and a monthly blog post. I'd like to thank our Patreon sponsors. That's Bluckett12, Christine Braille, Elias Anderson, Jessica, Jessica Colvin, Josh Jordan, Keith Haddad, Kieran Duffy, Luke Conroy, Mark Boykin, Mary Margaret, Pavel Shin, Ray Kearney, Scooter Emerson, Mike, Tom Inns, Tom Wesley, Tyler Kay, and Volt. Artwork for this episode was by Jake at Javix. Audio production was by Alex of Astronomic Audio. And the music was by John Julius, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and roll on. No, 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 no.